1: Now on to the show.
0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History, your weekly dose of the Dairy State. Today we are talking about the kindergarten and uh, more specifically how it got its origins here in the United States, uh, which, uh, hey, spoiler alert, it happened in Wisconsin, so uh, we also have great Wisconsin music from Ellie Jackson. We have another beer review. We have another edition of How Many Locos with a brand new intro. So uh, be uh, be you know I guess keep your uh, ears peel- peeled for that. I mean, uh, uh, really great thanks super to Sons awesome of Jingle. Yeah, Sons of Leroy really stepped up on that one. Yeah, it's huge. Super good. We'll be featuring Sons of Leroy on a future episode as well. So. Um and you know honestly uh while we're uh, kind of talking about it please remember to to like subscribe rate review and share you know all those things it really helps us out. We are also featuring a great interview with Adventure Club Brewing.
1: Yeah, awesome. Way up in so, field way up north there. Exactly.
0: Eh? You basically up near uh the the southern, you know, point of Canada there. Yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> so really great episode uh, set up for you today and uh some really really exciting things Uh, like we mentioned before, like rate, subscribe, give us a review, send us an email. We've had a bunch of people reach out to us personally. And, uh, I'll tell you what, some of these things that you have featured or that we've featured are because of you. So, uh, we, we honestly can't thank you enough. And, and we, we love hearing from you, even if it's just to say, Hey, you know, that's totally fine. If you've got a suggestion of a future episode or something, that's cool too. Um, Five-star uh, review on uh, Apple Podcasts. That'd be
1: huge, honestly, to get some more exposure on there. We would
0: but... give you a high-five and oh, maybe, right maybe a can koozie.
1: Yeah, we might send you a brewski or we might, <laughs> yeah. we don't know. if
0: we ever see you at a bar, we'll slide yeah. one down uh, for you. So uh, we also ask that uh, if you like the show, please share it with a friend because word of mouth is also a huge uh, way of, of marketing these days still, so... Um, That's always huge as well. So what we're going to do now is jump right in to the uh, story of Marguerite Meyer Schurz and the origins of the kindergarten.
1: So Marguerite Meyer Schurz was born on August 27th of 1833 in Hamburg, Germany. And uh, in the United States, her her nickname was Molly, and she kind of went by Molly more. I'm probably going to stick to the name just because it's kind of more formal, Um, She was the youngest daughter of Heinrich Christian Meyer and immigrated to the United States at only 19 years old. She and her husband first settled in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, freedom. uh, Hey, city city of brotherly love. Right on. Before moving to her forever home in the great state of Wisconsin, specifically Watertown, Wisconsin, in 1855.
0: Great little city. If you haven't been there, it's cool. Just right
1: outside uh, Madison there. Yeah. Actually, uh, is Trek station there currently one of their operations I believe are some part of are it. outside of watertown there yeah so the idea of kindergarten had existed in Germany before arriving in America thanks to Marguerite we owe the idea to the German educator named Frederick Froebel who started this idea in 1837 kinder in Germany means child or children yep thus my son's favorite snack kinder eggs he loves those freaking things children's eggs never seen them have yeah, and they have a toy, and they have like a uh, like a snack in the other half.
0: Is that safe? You put a toy inside of the thing that they're going to eat.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're necessarily <laughs> safe. But he loves a he yeah. loves a he loves a freaking. Sometimes you find, so. sometimes you
0: find a little toy in your in your poop later. He, uh, if you forget to take he it. Up.
1: Like specifically now they have like a Marvel one where you get a nice. little Marvel character. He's like super amped up. He just Winter likes, Soldier. Yeah, baby, you ain't fool nobody. <laughs> The other, the, um, and then the other half of the, uh, the phrase kindergarten, the garden part meaning garden and together meaning a garden where children can grow
0: basically. Wow. That's actually really interesting.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, we're pretty big German like population here in America. I, I mean, we like have a, a city called Germantown. Right. Wisconsin has a very dense German population. Yeah. So, uh, Johannes Runge, um, Opened an English kindergarten in Tavistock, England, where Marguerite taught before moving to the United States. The school was called the England Infant Garden Center. Made it more like English. You know, they changed it a little bit, but she and her husband first settled in uh, Philadelphia Pennsylvania stated before and then they moved to the great state of Watertown Wisconsin specifically Watertown in 1855 as we all know as most of our listeners have gone to some sort of preschool or kindergarten that we learn social skills sharing colors numbers you get naps sing songs play games and yeah. all the things you need to you need to know before starting school mainly Honestly, just a social aspect
0: yeah it's really just the uh, the the um The essentials that you need just to kind of live and be, you know, a normal human being, you know,
1: exactly. And so the original first kindergarten Marguerite had the class was only five students and they all spoke German and it was a, it was the little white schoolhouse which is located in Watertown Wisconsin is actually a historical marker you can go and visit
0: it's on the same property as the uh, octagon house yep It's literally yes, like yep. kitty corner
1: the the original school lasted all the way up until Ward, world war 1 due to the anti-german sentiment at the time due to the axis up, uprising in germany yeah um, germans who were the most dominant of the Europeans in Wisconsin at the time. And some even moved back to support Germany during this time period. So the school was closed for good at that point wow. and basically had to shut the doors because we didn't want to teach German anymore. It's kind of like what happened in World War II, the anti-Japanese J- sentiment that we had. It, it just happens every time, you know, it's, yeah. you got, it's just, we talk about it before the scapegoat you need, you need to have a scapegoat all yeah. the time. So Mar- Marguerite would fall in some hard times in 1856 when her home was foreclosed and she was living in Milwaukee After the downfall, including the death of her daughter in 1867, Marguerite decided to move back to Hamburg, Germany, but not without leaving a long legacy of education in the United States. In 1859, Marguerite met Elizabeth Peabody, who is very well known for the education system, Peabody, who who was a well-known writer and teacher in Salem, Massachusetts, and thanks to the idea of kindergarten presented to her, Elizabeth helped spread the kindergartens all the way across the United States. And thanks to P- Peabody, we all know the kindergarten and the preschools across the state, uh, across the United States completely. I mean, she was the one who basically pushed this idea and basically spread it all across the country. Yeah. On May 2nd of 1929, Marguerite Meyer Schurz passed away at the age of 43. On March 15th, on March 15th, 1876, three days after the birth of her son Herbert. On May 2nd of 1929, a memorial tablet was dedicated to her, located in Watertown, Wisconsin, that reads, In Memory of Mrs. Carl Schurz. And we didn't talk about Carl Schurz because we want to feature him in a different episode. Yeah. He was actually a general um, for the Union Army here in Wisconsin. Very famous general. Wow. So we we didn't feature him in this one, but yeah, it's Mrs. Carl Schurz. Schurz, and the the, the actual tablet reads, In memory of Mrs. Carl Schurz, Marguerite Meyer Schurz, August 17th of 1833 to March 15th, 1876, who established on this site the first kindergarten in America in 1865. Yeah. And the original school building has been restored where it originally uh, stood at North 2nd and Jones Street in Watertown, but was later moved to the grounds of the Octagon House, like my co-host said, in December of 1956. It is now listed in the uh, National Register of Historic Places and can be visited and portrays the classroom of the past. And uh, just another thank you to another high Wisconsin personnel who created something great in our state. And I know I remember kindergarten in Elkhorn. I went to Westside. I knew you went to Tibbetts. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I my teacher was Miss Racky. but I remember I learned to tie my shoes. I learned how to color. Uh, make, make macaroni noodle sculptures. Do I have a story for <laughs> well, you. Yeah, let's
0: hear this. Uh, so this was, so as you mentioned, I did go to Tibbetts Elementary School in Elkhorn uh, for my first, you know, uh, amazing years in school uh, one of those being kindergarten uh, the the story that I have is that you just mentioned that you learned to tie your shoes I did not uh, in fact I didn't learn to tie my own shoes until probably fourth grade um, I remember <laughs> it's not that bad and and it's funny that you mentioned it because just the other day I, I happened to think about this one memory that that I have that that continuously cycles through my head of uh, a time in, like, second or third grade where my shoe was untied, and I'm walking through the halls of Tibbetts, and, you know, this one kid uh, saw my shoe was untied, and he was like, hey, dude, your shoe's untied. And I was like, I don't know how to tie my shoes. And uh, I I asked him if he would tie my shoes for me.
1: Dude said no. He said, oh, he turned you down. Straight up turned me down. Oh, my God.
0: So I just just had no, I had had untied shoes for the rest of that day. I'm not tying your shoes. And then... Eventually, I ended up, uh, you know, I guess getting the courage to ask somebody how to tie shoes or whatever. And still to this day, I use the two-bunny-year method. I don't use whatever, this loop-swoop-pull or whatever. Can't do it. I don't even know how to do
1: it. I I do that method. I I never learned the bunny method. um, It's the easiest, but I
0: think it's a low-integrity knot is what I heard, so it unties very quickly.
1: You know, actually, the... my my two stepkids, that's how they tie their shoes, a two bunny ear. Yeah. I've never learned that method, so I was kind of intrigued to watch somebody else do it because I'm always used to the loop, swoop, pull. I'm whatever. telling
0: you, man, uh, the the two bunny ear is about the easiest you could possibly learn. All right. <laughs> so that, uh, that'll take care of the, our main story today about the very first kindergarten in the United States of America happening right here in the great state of Wisconsin. All of you should go and visit it. Uh, Watertown itself is a great little town anyway. Uh, Lots to uh, see and do. And then uh, just historical markers uh, is definitely something you should cross off your list. And the Octagon House is really cool to see as well. So now on to our music segment. Uh, As we sort of mentioned at the beginning of the episode, uh, we are featuring Ellie Jackson. Phenomenal indie you know rock music out of milwaukee area it's
1: giving me kind of a little bit of a metric feel like the the high fuzz bass kind of like the faint like that high fuzz guitar like the faint kind of i love it a lot of different like influences i'm getting out of it i love it a lot i mean it's really cool it's from milwaukee yeah really good song
0: and the thing uh the thing about the 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 music itself is uh I, i never really learned how to use um effects like that well when we recorded uh with um, oh, dropped a dream yeah, yeah in Madison. Uh, I used the uh, processor, the Boss processor, or whatever. But you know, it it I just never really learned how to how to really use them that well. And this yeah. is like a expert example of using like it seems like there's maybe a chorus pedal with an extreme fuzz that just works super well together, and it just takes off. And the uh, like you mentioned, that guitar. When it's doing kind of that that little soloy piece with that super fuzz is like, it's, it's super cool. It's so good.
1: It, it's funny because like even with me playing guitar, I think you know the max I've done is maybe the boss, just generic distortion, some yeah. reverb, just just like super simple stuff. I've just never been exactly. a master of it. You yeah. know, it's and
0: like, it takes it honestly takes somebody really really good uh, with a really good ear in order to. uh uh, mix those those sounds of those different pedals together, chain them the right way. And, and uh, like we said, Ellie Jackson is the prime example of how to do uh, really great sounding uh, pedals and guitar effects and stuff. So uh, without any further ado, this is Ellie Jackson underneath us. that was sick dude it was super Um, good yeah so i had reached out to uh the ellie jackson instagram page and uh uh just said hey you know this uh this music that you're producing is super super cool i really enjoy it and i would love if you know we could just kind of put it out there for our listeners if they hadn't heard it or anything at that point but you know i I know that we're not going to get a whole lot of exposure for for you know these people because they already have um a pretty substantial you know base and yeah. and we have a pretty good listenership and, and we get you know you know uh, a really decent amount of uh views or listens per episode and stuff so really anything we can do to help oh, uh, and especially whole, when yeah, we're sure. super fans of this stuff and we really enjoy it so that was uh, ellie jackson and the song again was underneath us Definitely uh, go online, check out the Facebook page, and um, they're on uh, uh, Bandcamp and and all of the other things, and and definitely on iTunes as well. So go out there and purchase the stuff too if you like it. So now we are on to a, another brew review, and uh, this one is kind of neat. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, some Nerve Brewing Company, and they are in Manitowish Waters, Wisconsin. Russ, take us uh, take us down this road here.
1: Yeah, so Manitowish, if you don't know where it's at, it's north on uh, fifty one there, outside of um, Manaca, and uh, the it's actually where the famous John Dillinger shootout happened. At uh, Little Bohemia, there is is nice. also in Manitowish, um, but this one is the uh, Cherry Kramer Cherry Milkshake Sour, and uh, Cherry Kramer coming from the legendary Packer Jerry Kramer, and uh, this one is four point five percent ABV sour. Um, it's it's really good. It's like a golden brown color. Um, really good, just clear, crisp, and I'm taking the first sip now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I so I actually had a chance to. Do a little bit of a taste test on this one uh, when we went, th- my wife and I went there uh, and actually spoke with uh, the owners there and uh, had a chance to pick up a couple crowlers. crawlers. So we are going to feature another beer of theirs on another episode. But this Cherry Kramer one, the the milkshake sour was stupid good.
1: It's really good. So you're getting the the tartness probably from the cherry, like right up front, you're getting a, a tart. Um it's it's really sour and then you're getting a back finish of a wood or a smoky oak. Yeah. Is that where you're getting like an oak flavor you, you kind of in the back? Yep. So I'm kind of wondering a little bit more about this if it was uh, barrel aged or if they kind of just used barrel chips in the in the batch. But yeah. either way, it's a great beer. It's uh super well crafted. Um so, like if I don't know who if you guys really enjoy sours. I know sometimes I'm a hit or miss on these. This one is really good. Yeah, it, it's getting that cherry flavor, but you're also getting a smokiness like It's literally the flavors of the Northwoods to me. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel. It's the Northwoods flavor. Yeah,
0: it feels like I'm walking through, you know, the woods by the lake, which ironically is where this place is. Uh, So as Russ kind of mentioned, you're going up 51 um, outside of Minacqua. So you you drive probably about 20, 25 minutes outside of Minacqua on 51. This place just appears on your right. And it's uh, sort of, you know, I guess you could kind of consider it off the beaten path, but uh, we also had talked to the owners, and, and randomly, they, they I believe, are actually from the New Glarus area. Oh, wow. And then they moved to Manitowish That's Waters. A heck of a move. But they are also on a mission to visit every single brewery in the state of Wisconsin, of which they've, uh, I think they only have a few left, a handful wow. left. And you can visit their website uh, to see their journey. They've actually created a... Uh, uh, a map a google map uh that uh, you can see all the things that they visited uh when we stopped in and we talked to them they had uh um they had done their their whole Milwaukee visit like in in like a 3 day you know visit oh, man that was
1: rough. that's and a they, lot of breweries. <laughs> that's exactly what we said we Holy were like cow.
0: you know that is rugged i mean that's a lot of tasting and uh you know that's 3 days uh, where you're uh, uh just sucking, you know, brewskis.
1: I'm really intrigued to go and check this out, especially uh, to find out if they're like journaling these, because I want to see what their take on, you know, some of these beers that we've had. Yeah. Because I mean, how many Wisconsin beers have we had, honestly? Like th- I, thousands. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like just At unbelievable this point, amounts. For sure. Variety is probably a thousand different beers for, throughout yeah. breweries throughout the state. But uh, this one, definitely go and check them out. They're a Some Nerve Brewing Company. And this one, again, is the Cherry Kramer Cherry Milkshake Sour. And uh, if if you can find their blog, actually you can probably go over their website which is somenervebrewing.com, and find yeah. a link to it. So definitely go and check that out and uh, definitely go and check their brewery up if you're in the Northwoods. 15 minutes north of Manitowish, you're in Hurley. So if you want to see some boobies and beer, yeah. you can get you can stop here, some Nerve, get some bo- get some yeah. beer and then go up there and get boobs. some grease. Yeah, get get greasy. Get greasy. Get you know, you got some Nerve going up there already. Yeah, so exactly. Get some boobs in your face and uh, enjoy the Northwoods.
2: Gather
1: around, join us for a chat. How many locos you at? And you know what that means, folks. It's another edition of How Many Locos You At, Baby. Yeah. We got a good one for you today. It's (laughs) super hilarious. So uh, this
0: one is from the Wausau, Wisconsin area. Uh, An unusual situation involving two OWI arrests happened this weekend in Wausau. On Saturday night, the Wausau Police Department Twitter account did what they call a tweet along of an officer's night shift patrolling the street. Uh, during that Twitter event, the police department shared that they had a very strange case around 8 o'clock involving two different arrests for one car. Oh, man. The tweet said the officer responded to a car stuck in a snowbank on the 500 block of Park Boulevard. The twist was that the owner of the car had already been arrested earlier that evening for an OWI. (laughs) Uh, The owner was found inside the car, but a different man this time was driving who uh, also was intoxicated. So he hangs out with the other drunks as well. So the second man was also then arrested for OWI in that same night for that same vehicle.
1: Who put a liquor curse on this (laughs) bad boy? I mean, this is nuts. This one car. Um, so his buddy's like, oh, hey, will you drive me to the bar and then drive yeah. me home? Sure yeah. thing. Then he had a couple two tree and he's like, uh, oh, hey, probably shouldn't be driving either. Now we got two. Same pick,
0: night. Pick me up from jail uh, and then let's go to the bar.
1: The tweet along turned <laughs> into a horror show like real yeah. fast. So,
0: yeah, I mean, so uh, what we have here is uh, somebody driving this car, uh, got an OWI. And then later that night, after he was released from uh, jail uh, and released on probably signature bond, uh, he let his buddy drive him around, and his buddy happened to be sauced as well, so then he got an OWI, same car, same night, and two different ca- people.
1: We're kind of going blind, too, because we don't have a lot of information, like age yeah. or anything. This is kind of just one of the articles we saw. In, uh,
0: yeah, we, we don't have uh, a lot of particular details. Uh, so, so this is a blind loco we're going yeah. into here. No, but, uh, no breath test, uh, no... Um, no real response from the drivers uh, either as far as, you know, hearing them say like, oh, yeah, I only had a couple or no, I had a lot. We don't have any of that stuff. So,
1: And we got two guys that are probably on the same local level, so we can just assume they're on the same local. So we'll figure yeah. out the local for the two guys because they both got no DBI. Yeah. So they <laughs> so, hit one hit a snowbank. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: yeah. Oh, those pesky snowbanks. Oh. Uh, I think the, the thing that, you know, we have to focus – probably primarily on in order to, to make this thing happen is uh, probably looking at the the decision-making process here.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, he he was at the bar. Stupid went, enough. Got a DUI, yeah. had his buddy him back to the bar, yeah. and then his buddy got one. So, yeah.
0: so the thought process there is is criminal in nature. They're idiots is uh, the best way to yeah, kind of exactly. describe. So, I mean, without knowing exactly how many you know beers or or whatever uh and and the actual uh a, or uh, blood alcohol concentration i'm 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 pretty confident with what i have yeah here. i mean
1: it's it, we've talked about how the levels in affect you so uh did you want to go on three then
0: yeah i think going on three is good Sure. Um, so uh i just want to make sure in my head that i finalize this uh
1: 'Cause we know like after a twelve you're blackout. Like these guys right. probably aren't blackout, some kind of you know, so if you want to do it and we'll go from there. So. Yeah,
0: let's uh on three sure one, two, three, eight. ten.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was thinking a ten loco. They're not quite the blackout, but they're stupid as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one, one more sip each. Do you think and a nine done? we're going nine Loco? Yeah, I feel the comfortable. With nine. Yeah. Let's do it, dude. Nine local. Absolutely. On this
0: one. So uh nine and uh these guys are, are toasted.
1: Sound that gavel. All right, today we're here with Matthew from Adventure Club Brewing. Matthew, how you doing?
2: Oh, I'm real good. So, Sunday morning, I got a Bloody Mary in my hand.
1: Right on, yeah. We got a couple of Bush lattes. Oh yeah, sipping on right now. <laughs> Actually, some oh, cheap there beer. You go. Some cheap beer. But <laughs> yeah. uh, so, can you give us a little history about Adventure Club Brewing? I know it's uh, one of my stops when I'm in the Bayfield area, or even going up to the Apostle Islands. Uh, just anything you can give us. How you guys got started?
2: Uh, yeah, heck yeah. Well, um, let's see. Coming up. Uh, Memorial Day weekend this year will be uh 2 years of being open so awesome still still pretty new um yeah i came up i used to brew for a one barrel brewing company in madison love it uh, that's where i kind of got into home brewing a uh, typical typical story i think most brewers will tell you started out in the garage but yeah. uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah, came up here. My my aunt and uncle own the the building that I'm renting the spot in, so they invited me to come up, and it seemed like a pretty rad opportunity.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, you you can't miss the building when you're going up there. I mean, it's so cool. It's like just that steel siding. It has like a really like, a, you know, like a pole building, but like it's like a modern pole building. It's just you uh-huh. can't miss uh-huh. it. It's very cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really neat. It was uh, I tell you what i didn't want to leave madison but then uh they showed me the property they were going to build on It's like, oh geez uh <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah and one barrel is is one of uh, it's one of my favorites uh, in the state of wisconsin and it just is uh a really nice uh, uh i mean they make a, a great ton of beer, so I'm, I'm sure you know you're you're taking that same mentality and you already have mm-hmm. the the beer process in your brain of of how to create something that's you know, delicious and, uh, and, and impactful. So, um, I mean, is there a beer that you, that you are, are really happy with or, or a recipe that you've sort of concocted and uh, that you're really, really uh, excited about?
2: Oh, geez. Um, there are, there are a couple, I would say, uh, murky tributary is, uh, a okay. hazy IPA we do that uh, I made it. sure was on tap for my birthday here back in December, but otherwise, uh, brown fedora is just a pretty basic coffee brown ale. But
1: you know want to know what? We're a huge Indiana oh, Jones God. fans and we uh, short round fans oh, as well, so uh, we love the beer. Yeah. So-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely love. It. I mean, and and the other thing is it's not only just about the recipe and, and the brew, it's about coming up with a decent name for something too, because you're, you're kind of putting a name to the project. And, uh, it, it sounds like you guys have uh, an incredible, uh, uh, ability to do that. I love that.
2: Yeah. Coming up here. I, uh, I always said that was the hardest part is coming up with a name. That's original. and <laughs> yeah, not taken. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did actually just, uh, well, a week ago, two weeks ago, get, uh, uh, it was a friendly cease and desist for. Um, <laughs> we had our our North Coast Cream Ale, so it's no longer North Coast Cream Ale.
1: Really, was it? Uh, d- what brewery gave you the cease and desist here?
2: <laughs> um. Well, North Coast Brewing Company.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I've sure. I've sipped a couple of their beers. It's crazy. They seem like a pretty uh, liberal, like a liberal company that wouldn't really say anything. But I mean, you're using their name right in there. But what did you change it to?
2: Oh, it's, it's uh, not not officially anything else yet. Okay, the gotcha. um, Chalkboard, it just says Norte Coast.
0: There you
1: go. But well,
2: I think, hey, I think we our... can do a little.
1: It doesn't have the same ring. You know? It doesn't, but I mean, it's not. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can go. Uh, well, I mean, up in that area, you can go like Myers Beach Coast, or hey, you got a lot of options at least. Yeah.
2: So... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah one uh, one potential option is just a uh, nice choice cream ale.
0: Oh, oh, I like choice. It love it
2: (laughs) it's great same same initials
1: there you go so (laughs) yeah awesome yeah Yeah. i mean so we're gonna ask you i know like things are kind of uh, weird right now with um you know covid and things going back to normal but do you guys have any events coming up
2: uh yeah we're gonna try to jump into the music scene a little bit up here this summer um thursday earth day we had uh one of the bike techs was just kind of spinning some some reggae vinyl and uh turned into a huge event. I think it was the most people we've ever had on um, scene ever before, so that's awesome, hey. yeah, to set uh some, you know something like that in April, traditionally the slowest month of the year up here i think uh I think there needs to be a lot more music, <laughs> yeah yeah,
0: especially I, some Bob Marley and the whalers or 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 maybe even some like uh Grateful Dead or something would be cool.
1: Even, uh, I know Madison is a great reggae scene, actually. Yeah. And uh, we've, we were lucky to play with a few of those bands. And uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be, that'd be such a great thing to have up there, especially, you know what? I come up in the wintertime, but I'm like a pretty diehard Wisconsinite. Like, I love going out. The ice caves weren't open this year, but I also got to go to Myers Beach and see a lot of the ice from the top, at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it's always a stop to go to Adventure Brewing. And uh, I always, I recommend to anyone to check it out. Adventure Club is awesome so oh thanks thanks and i love what you guys are doing i love the place i love the building um i just love the all-around feel like it's just it's just in such a cool location too like you're right on the main drag when you're coming up to bayfield you can't yeah. miss it you can't miss it it's awesome
0: i won't miss it oh go up there
1: <laughs> when it comes to brewskis you got yeah. us on board so so before we let you go today uh we're gonna ask you a few questions to find out how wisconsin are you are you ready for these bad boys
2: Oh, I think so. <laughs> All
1: right, let's let her rip. Nobody's
2: ever ready. Just <laughs> it's,
0: it's the easiest questionnaire you'll so, ever be asked. Th-
1: this may be uh, tough for you because you are up north there, Guy. Yeah. Um. What do, Where do you consider um, to be I'll... up north Wisconsin? <laughs> Canada. Later. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, where? Yeah, where now it's I tough. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh, let's see. I, I like to say the cutoff because, you know, driving up from Madison a bunch of times, once you get past Wausau, and Fifty One just turns into the little little two lane highway.
1: That's exactly a little north of Highway Eight there. So,
2: yep, yeah, we, yeah that's that's, that's where I consider it. Once once the big road ends, you're you're up north.
1: <laughs> exactly, and so the next question we got for you: Have you ever tailgated a Brewers, Packers, or a Badgers game, or all three? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you hit all three? Uh, I've, I've been to
2: Lambeau a couple times, but we didn't really tailgate. Okay, Just went right in and you got into in it. Someone's but, front uh, yard and left. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you've been yep, to the father. Much.
1: You've been to the fatherland at least, so <laughs> yeah. that's that's Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure. I'm a
2: 2013 <laughs> UW alumni, so I've been to my share of Badgers games. Been to a couple, couple Miller Park.
1: Awesome. So awesome. You,
0: you've hit all three, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean whether you tailgate it or not, I mean you've been there. You've had a beer yeah, there. That's all that for matters.
1: Sure. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so have you ever been to Summerfest and uh, do you have a memorable band that you saw there?
2: Oh, you know what? I got to see Live, the band Live there. No
1: way
0: like,
2: Wow, really? Like, yeah, that that took me back to, what was to that my one? younger days the, the, lightning the Lightning, right? In. Lightning, lightning yeah, crash got, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah, He's got a bunch Damn, eyeballs. dude so dead. I really love I had Santana time. there uh, Nice yeah.
0: Probably Santana before the Rob Thomas thing
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, it might have been after might have Same era, I think. I don't remember yeah. when that was.
0: So
1: smooth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Santana's cool. Uh the the kind of like the original Paul Reed Smith guitar player, you know. Uh-huh. It's yep.
1: it's, it's still good stuff. I mean, like yeah, maybe oh, maybe Throb Thomas might have yeah. done a few things, but hey, <laughs> we we don't judge them. Um so I was going to ask you too, up in that area, is there a supper club? It doesn't have to be up there either, but is there a supper club you recommend to the listeners?
2: Oh gosh, a supper club. I um, there's one I haven't been to. I can't even think of the name of it off the top of my head right now. But I've heard really good things. Um, no, uh, well, it's uh, not a supper club, but there's a diner. Okay. Um, oh sh! What the hell is it called? Um, it's just south of here a little bit. Oh dang! It's been on um. Dives, diners. Oh, yeah.
0: The diners, drive ins, and dives.
2: Yeah.
1: That's a great show, man. That guy has some sweet hair, dude. I like, I'm so jealous of that white dew. I mean, that thing's like a flaming hot rod of hair. Yeah, it is. It really (laughs) is. (laughs) Oh,
2: Oh, man. Oh, it's bugging me. The name is totally escaping me right now. Uh, Last summer, though, they added a little jerk chicken shack to the operation.
1: Awesome. And that's up by the Bayfield area. Um, I'm just trying oh. to think. I'm trying to think what it is because I, I know what you're talking about. Is that – uh, it, it wouldn't be in Superior, would it?
2: No, it's uh, south.
1: South of there. Okay. Well, our listeners, look up south of Bayfield area. Diners. Just at every
0: diner. For yeah. Diner Delta. Line, Delta, yeah. Delta
2: Diner. Delta yeah.
1: Diner. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's a great place. And uh, I've Amazing, never been there, yeah. but we've driven past there multiple times. And it's definitely on my list because as a uh, – Wisconsin Supper Club 8. I've been to quite a few. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. And it's uh um I've actually been to a handful of uh the the diner's drive-ins today. the Triple D is what we call that show. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> and and this one is cool cuz it's it's that really old-looking diner feel. So,
1: yeah, it's it's uh, you got to go to Flavor Town once in a while. So, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. Right, so the the, no, that's, the next that's one That's up here. That's that's
0: Awesome. Okay. I'm going. I'm going there.
1: So a bit of a Northwoods mm-hmm. question for you. Have you ever seen a black bear up there?
2: Oh, oh geez. Back in 1999, uh, I was riding with my uncle to work out on a little country road, and the belt broke on the truck. So we're sitting there, and these two little cubs wandered in the woods right by. That was – uh. Until last summer, the last time I was driving back from Superior, and I saw a big old bear just poking his head out of the woods. But Damn. Just hanging out. That's been it. Yep, just watching cars drive by. I turned around and tried to take a picture, and as soon as it saw me coming back around, it jumped back into the woods. Yeah.
1: Awesome. And then we were going to ask you, too, um, with Adventure Club, um, do you guys have a beer that you recommend for uh, beer brats?
2: Oh, as far as cooking the brats or drinking yeah, with the brats, you both. know, both <laughs> you, you cook
1: with the brats and drink it while you're cooking those brats. <laughs> one for oh, brats, one for me, one yeah, for that's the exactly brat? it.
2: Well, the uh, you know, previously previously named and cannot be mentioned North Coast cream ale, yeah, is <laughs> just it's good for everything.
0: No co,
1: <laughs> superior IA, baby. That's what that is. The true North Coast, Ooh. so.
0: But uh, I'm interested. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a scientist for a second. <laughs> perfect,
1: perfect. And then uh, we one last question. Um, besides uh-huh. um, Adventure Club Brewing, um, is there a brewery you recommend? And it it doesn't have to be in Wisconsin either. Like maybe one you've been to outside of state or in state. Either one.
2: Um, sure. I'm uh, since moving up here. I'm a big fan of the Earth Rider Crew. They're yeah. over in Superior
1: Great people Absolutely. We had them on the show Awesome people actually Oh nice As,
2: Yeah we're actually Planning a little collaboration uh, For Apple Fest this fall So hopefully Hopefully that works out
1: <laughs> That's It's so cool Because like my last name For example It's a it's a Finnish last name And you don't see Sari often But there's actually A few Saris that work At Earthrider Which yeah. is pretty cool Oh no kidding Yeah you, you don't get uh, to see That name very rarely And people are like Oh is that an Indian last name No it's actually not; as Finnish. Yeah. It means islander, islanders, <laughs> yeah. which is where like the whole family comes from. Which is really cool about Earth Rider, and I I love that brewery. I've been there multiple times, honestly. So, yeah, yeah. awesome, so cool. And thank you so much for your time. Um, we really appreciate it, and we can't wait to get up there. Um, if you'd be willing, one of these days, uh, if we could do like a little personalized tour, me and Eric would love to come and visit, and uh, we could talk beer and uh, talk some into adventuring itself. So
2: absolutely
0: awesome yeah, we Matthew. will definitely hook up and we will see uh see you in the future for sure
1: and i'm gonna rewatch okay. those indiana jones movies while drinking some of your beers so yeah uh, you, <laughs> you, you influenced me so <laughs> I mean, oh, I, we're gonna skip the crystal skull though right yeah okay know, shia labeouf isn't <laughs> well, real
2: you know they're you know they're coming out with a fifth one it oh. was supposed to come out this summer but uh now it's been postponed to 2022 but oh yeah fifth one in the works
1: I, right. I hope it. I hope it's better than Crystal Skull.
0: You heard it here first. You heard <laughs> it here.
1: You heard it here first. Yep.
0: Awesome. It's date. definitely not going to have Shia LaBeouf.
1: I hope not. <laughs> but Matthew, thank you so much for your time on this Sunday. Uh, we really appreciate it. We love your beer. We love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, have a great day.
0: Yeah, we'll see you soon. Oh yeah. yeah thank you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Right, cheers. Bye. Bye.